salte Si no estás bailando con ella, salte Y, si no estás perreando con ella, salte Medio millón de copias obligadas Si no estás bailando con ella, salte Bienvenidos a Radio Menayal. I'm Vero Valdi Flores. And I'm Miriam Soila Perez. And we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week we are bringing some music so you can maybe work out too. Pa' que lo muevas. Muevelo, muevelo. Just we reference el general. <laughs> we were trying to think of like episodes that of music that could accompany you during things you're doing during quarantine. So last week we did cooking, which y'all had a lot of great cooking um, suggestions, a lot of great cooking music suggestions on Instagram. And this week we are talking about workout music, essentially. Yeah, because it's probably a good idea to move your bodies yeah. when you're stuck in your house. Yeah, and there's a lot you can do inside and maybe outside at safe distance from other people. Um, so this Not that first... I've been doing any of that. I know. Here's the thing, though truth telling right now y'all neither of us have been working out very much yeah we're both frauds but you know we have ideas i know i know i mean i've i've like made some efforts we'll talk about it i've made some good faith efforts um but this first song i want to take another listen to because it's so good and it is rakata by we seen yandel Classic, classic, classic. What's not to love? I mean, seriously. So I've talked about this before, but when I was in college, um, was around sort of when reggaeton was getting really big, right? In the particularly outside of um, El Caribe. And I was um, kind of first introduced to it through some travel, but then also through some albums that I found, including Caribe 2005, which I've talked about on this podcast over the years. Um, and Caribe 2005 has really been a I know. big source of it, stuff for you, huh? I know. It's really like a transformational album. Like, who knew that this random CD you bought when you were when I was visiting, like, Madrid or something would become so instrumental. But it was. <laughs> um, it became um, a a big source of music for me. And so there was a one winter in college, I remember. So I played Ultimate Frisbee in college. I guess we're talking about working out. Um, it's deep funny because I'm not, I know, deep les. I'm not 
very athletic. Like I've always played sports, but like, I'm not very good y'all. Like I'm short, I'm not very fast and I'm just not aggressive. So like, I don't really have what it takes to be good at sports. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not, it's not in me, but I still, I played them all through like middle high school and college. And in college in particular, I played ultimate Frisbee, which sounds like a joke sport, but it's actually a legitimate sport. Um, It's a little bit like a cross between football and soccer involves a lot of running. Anyway, I played the whole four years I was in college and we took it really seriously. So one winter, we didn't play during the winter because it was too cold in Pennsylvania. So there was one winter where I was working out a lot on my own and listening to reggaeton. And so I still kind of think when I think of working out music, I think of being on the elliptical for like an hour, just like really going hard to like Vampiresa and like all these songs that were on my reggaeton mix. So that's why I thought of, um, this song, although this wasn't on the mix because it was a little bit, this came out after that period. This came out like the year I graduated. Um, mm, but mm-hmm. it is in the, the the world of like old school reggaeton that just like gets me really hype. Amazing. Did, you were Amazing, also an yeah. athlete, right? You played sports? I did. I, um, for a while was playing softball, but then I quit that to do rugby and I was also a <laughs> <Deep> swimmer. <less. laughs> A competitive swimmer. Rugby was the only sport that I was ever really good at. I was an okay swimmer. You know, I wasn't super fast, but I was super slow. Yeah, yeah. When was that? I did the crawl stroke. Um, I'm a sprinter, and that remains true to this day. Like, I can't go distances, but I can go really fast for short periods of time. I had no idea. Wait, when did you do it in college? Uh, no, no, no. Then okay. in high school, I wasn't high good school. enough to to yeah. do um, to be a swimmer in college. But I did like play rugby in high school and in college. I was very good at rugby. Wow. Um, I think mostly because I was very angry and yeah. didn't have a lot of outlets for my feelings. So yeah. like bringing bitches down was yeah. <laughs> I feel was like one you. Place where I, could... I feel like you have the aggression that you need for some sports. You know, like you have that. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. definitely very extremely aggressive I could tackle like a motherfucker and I could run so I had a lot of dedication you know like I would show up like consistently <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> um and I was like like in high Listen, school I played 80 like percent of the battle right but that 20 percent really makes a difference um in high school I played tennis for example I was on the tennis team and I got like most improved you know like that's the kind of athlete that I was <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute I know I mean I'm, I'm glad I played sports I think they were good especially socially it was really helpful in college like the team was kind of like my friend group you know but and it was like a pretty wholesome friend group um but when I graduated college I was just like I don't want to keep playing sports because like I'm not very good at it like I don't really want my life to be like centered on something I'm not that good at mm, you know yeah yeah it does like affect your confidence Fair. a little bit so I don't like doing anything I'm not good at so yeah you know I'm trying to be better at doing things I'm bad at yeah, it, it's a practice. Although I will yep. say, I guess this counts as exercise, sort of. I've been playing a little bit of Frisbee with um, my partner's daughter. been teaching her to throw a Frisbee in the backyard. Mm, cute. So, I mean, it doesn't involve a lot of, like, running. But um, she's really into, like, when I make her do, like, a little obstacle course. So I'm like, okay, run around that tree three times and then touch the jungle gym and then come back and then throw the Frisbee and then I'll time you. Like, she's really into that. Yes, so, girl, tire that kid out. It's really more about working her out than working myself yeah, out. Yeah, tire the child out. <laughs> Although then sometimes she'll make me do it too. She's like, okay, now it's your turn. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> 
Um, well, this is a really great workout song. Now I feel like the workout that I had been doing the most right before all of this happened and towards the beginning of when this happened was running. Yeah. And for me, the only way running is like fucking awful basically, but mm-hmm. it's the thing that I like about it is that you can just decide to do it. Yep. Like it doesn't have to be like a class time or a thing. And it's like, you have to go anywhere. You just like leave your house and you do it. And like, that's what I needed in my life. Um, in that moment. So what I really need is like music that'll hype me up. I don't like, I can't, like I said, I'm a sprinter, so I don't go for very long. Like I'll like run like two miles, you know, like, and yes, I'll run at like a seven minute pace, but like that's all that I can do. I'm not, I'm not, I'm never going to be a person that runs five miles. That's like really fast, even for two miles. Like, damn. I I mean, I'm a sprinter, like I'm fast, but I just can't go for very long. But two miles is not like nothing to shake your fist at, you know what I mean? I'm not a runner, but I've been running the last, I don't know, six months. And, like, I run, like, a 12-minute mile. You know what I mean? So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but my legs are short, in my defense. <laughs> yeah, no, my legs are really long. So I think mm-hmm. that helps. I think so. I think that helps to be super tall. Have you been running during this? Well, the thing is I injured my hip. So, like, one of the mm. very last, like you know, human contact that I decided to have with somebody. Like it was like the quarantena had like already sort of begun, but I was like, I need to like fix my hips. So I went to a chiropractor. I was going to my acupuncturist and I was like, this isn't enough. I went to a chiropractor to like align my hip because I really injured it running the last few months mm-hmm. and it's just getting more and more painful and mm. it hasn't helped. And like, it's just my hip is fucked up. And like, mm. I don't know, are we fixing injured hips in these times? Like, I don't know what the rules are. It feels like... It feels like we're not going to, we're not dealing with like small irrelevant injuries right now. So I'm just like suffering. I mean, given that you're not having any contact with other people, like you're probably would be okay if your person is still working. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you're not going to spread it anymore. Yeah. I should probably figure it out, but that's why I haven't been working out because I was running and that is like, it came to a grinding halt when my hip started to hurt. Like I'm an 80 year old woman. So what's is your first song for us one of the songs you would run to? Yes, definitely. I think th- yeah, this would be so this came out after I stopped running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sadly, it's pretty recent, um but I would absolutely put this on my list. This song is called La Chama and it's by Diego Lila Exe with Kiko El Crazy and Shadow Shot. Tú te pasas hablando de mí, pero tú no vives mejor que yo. Traile la boca que eso ella no le dice nunca que no, nunca que no. Ellos me saludan pero me tienen de más. Tú no cobras lo que estamos gastando en botella. No te compares, que tú no te asemejas. Mi nombre no te cabe en la boca, no se habla con la boca llena. Hoy lo que quiero es una chama que me mueva la chapa. Botella que se destapa, los cretis son los que pagan. Lo que quiero es una chama que me mueva la chapa. Bajamos siempre con grasa y quemamos de la melaza. semana todos los días con la tola encima que me cuida de la envidia mujeres por saco ready por si acá y alguna avería y botando humo como chimenea lo manea lo manea y tiene un par de pesos en esa batea que mandamos nosotros fuera que pasa 
So I feel like Dembo, Dominican Dembo, is like so fucking fire to work out to. It's mm -hmm. just like hype as fuck, which is when I'm running, that's what I need. I need to be distracted because the, the activity itself is horrifying. So I need to like... <laughs> actually like be hype about something in the moment and the music really helps and i think upbeat like dembo is like it right it's just like echa palante you know that that's mm -hmm. what it gives me it gives me echa palante mm -hmm. would rakata make it to your running playlist rakata would absolutely make yeah. it to my running list yeah yeah i mean yeah. my running list is basically urbano yeah yeah urbano rap maybe some like Maybe some like Mariah sprinkled in there, Aww. but like the shadier Mariah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, actually, when I run, I listen to podcasts. Oh my god! I how know. Do, you do it. People really? think it's really weird. I know. I think it's because I want to distract myself from what I'm doing, and I'm not trying to go fast. So. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just like I need and uh, yeah, I I listen to podcasts when I run. I know. Oh, I know. yeah. No, I think that I would, like, literally die. I would be, like, go, like, two blocks and be, like, I, can't, I must turn around now. Yeah, I was actually <laughs> training for a 5K, like, this fall before we decided to start Rathi Manea that kind of helped inspire me to do Rathi Manea because I was listening to podcasts. It was kind of, like, early days, podcasting days, and I was just listening and, and, and listening particularly to Call Your Girlfriend, and they do it long distance, and I was like, huh. So that's partially what motivated me because I was doing all this running to train for a 5K. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But I get it. I mean, it's definitely like, I think music is better to get you really into what you're doing. I think podcasts kind of get me away from what I'm doing, which like serves one purpose, but also kind of is at cross purposes with being more in my body and like being more motivated to go fast. You know? uh -huh. Yep. I get it. Yeah. Well, so the thing about this song that I think is that I wanted to talk about, mm -hmm. um, is not it's not just a good workout song but also this song is basically about like Venezuelan migration to the DR like mm. so when I heard when I saw this I was like la chama so so Jenny sent this to me Jenny Mota who was mm -hmm. um on the show because we both really like Diego Lila mm -hmm. and this is a Dembo song so she was like hey our guys did a thing you know and I was like oh word that's cool and I was like holy shit this is like <laughs> this is like about Venezuelans and DR, you know, wow. like chama is a word like chama and chamo is like a word that mm -hmm. Venezuelans use a lot. And I think mm -hmm. that Venezuelans are, you know, like come to be known by that. Like I have friends, like other Latino friends that call me like, hey, chama, because like I'm Venezolana. So then that's right. like what we call each is other. Is that like, is that like chamaco? Like friend? Yeah, or sort of. Like it's just like, una chama is just like a girl, a you know, girl, but yeah. like. Chama when like I'm talking, yeah. like if I'm talking to my friend, I'll be like, mira chama, you know, like mm -hmm. it's just like something that people say a lot when referring. It's like saying, hey, dude, you know, like, yeah, yeah, like people say it a lot. So mm -hmm. like Venezuelans are come to have become known for saying that. And like that word's associated with us a lot because we say it a lot. Got it. And so I was like, oh, la chama. I wonder if they're talking about venezuelans and like they want like a venezuelan girl like that's what i assumed and i was like maybe not you know like maybe other people also say chama but then at some point kiko el crazy says yo quiero una chama de los barrios de petare and i was like oh <laughs> yeah he's definitely talking about venezuelan girls because petare is but that is actually a super fucking rough area of caracas so it's mm -hmm. like okay like you know exactly what you're talking about like mm. yeah so this is about 
a demo about Venezuelan girls in DR, which there been of a lot of whom Venezuelan? there are a lot. Yeah, migration to DR. There's a lot of Venezuelan migration to DR. Um, and Venezuelan and Dominican cultures are very, very similar and aligned and like, I don't know. I've when I first got to New York, I like immediately gravitated towards Dominicans. I was like, "Y'all are my people." You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like we're very, very similar. A lot mm-hmm. of um, Venezuelan media, because Venezuela used to do a lot of like telenovelas and like variety shows, like Super Sal Sensacional and shit, and those were aired in the DR and also like in New York City. Um, so there's just like a lot of stuff that Dominicans and Venezolanos have in common, including. A lot of just like the Caribbean cultural stuff, um, right. and uh, and so it's it's very it's a very easy relationship in in my experience, and so and there are a lot of Venezuelans in DR now because there's a lot of Venezuelan diaspora and a lot of people right. landed there. All right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So you haven't been running. Have you figured out how to do anything at home? That doesn't bother your head. No, I really haven't. I'm honestly like, I'm not, I'm not, not just, just not working out. I have like, I'm having a lot of trouble creating like any structure in my life at all. Mm. If I'm being completely honest, like I'm both have like, I'm having trouble creating any structure and finding like even the mildest motivation to do it, to create some, you know what I mean? Like I feel like I would feel better if I had some structure, if I like got up at like a reasonable time and then worked out and then made my breakfast and then like sat down at a certain time at my desk, which like I've worked from home before. I have, you know, like that's not the problem. The problem is like everything else. And I like, I'm just having a hard time with structure. I'm like going to bed between three and 4 a.m. Like, you know, Mm. but I don't know. I I might be reaching my limit of like, you know, inaction and feeling bad about inaction. <laughs> so this is like really not generally like me. So I feel sort of lost, but I just like, I'm just like, oh, one of the things this quarantena is doing for me is really the structure piece and like, not just not having structure, but like not having any motivation to create something. Like yeah. I, before this, I had like, a notebook like a piece of stationery that I had that was like a weekly planner that where Mm -hmm. I like put down like okay on this night I'm gonna work on doing this creative project and on this night I'm gonna do this and on this night I'm gonna do that and on this night I'm gonna see this person so I would like to make sure that I was spending my time in the ways that I wanted to spend my time and now I just have like no motivation to do that which is exactly the time that I should be doing that sort of shit yeah but it's I don't hard, know, man. No. I feel like we got to be, like, gentle with ourselves, you know? It's like you're coping the best way you can, and you're making it through. You know what I mean? I know. I'm, like, trying to be gentle with myself, and I'm, like, trying to, like, be okay with it, but also, like, feel bad that I'm not okay with it because I'm supposed to be okay with it. It's just, like, mm. <laughs> a whole it's a cycle. fucking cycle, <laughs> yeah. you know? It's a whole fucking yeah. cycle. But, you know, we out here trying. Maybe it'll get better soon. I don't know. Maybe it won't. Let me out. <laughs> I don't even know. Let me out. <laughs> I don't even know what I want. I do, I'm like so I've just gotten into like living really in the present, which is so weird for me. <laughs> I'm just like what's today? What's this afternoon? What are the next few hours, you know? Like it's just real like laser focus cuz I just we can't make good. any plans. So. Yeah. I feel yeah, like I've I've good. let go into that. Yeah. I'm letting myself sleep really late. I've been sleeping till like 10. Mm-hmm. I am and like 
not going to bed that late. So I'm just really like letting that happen and letting my body like enjoy that checkout time. I haven't been, I don't have a routine either. And like, you know, I'm living with a, a child and I'm not the primary caregiver. So like, that's kind of Lena's decision about how much structure to try or not try. And it's tough. Cause like, I think she would benefit from structure, but she also resists it like wild. If you're like, here's the schedule for today. And then the next activity comes and it's like a huge fight to get her to do it. So mm-hmm, even if the activity mm-hmm. is something she would enjoy, you know what I mean? So it's tough. Um, so I've, I've like, I don't think I have a structure, but I have a little bit of more of a rhythm, I think. Um, And yeah, I mean, I think I've really been taking movement pretty broadly. I'm like, okay, anything that's like involving my body. So things like gardening, I've been doing, I did some gardening this weekend and that feels like, um, that feels like exercise. And that's something I was listening to music while I was gardening, which was nice, you know? So stuff like that, like, and walking and not like being like, I have to go work out now, but just like trying to, to not just be sitting all day, you know? And like aggressive cleaning and aggressive like cooking and dishwashing and stuff like that all feels like moving my body too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that finding the ways that movement is feeling good and doable is, you know, the best we can do right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it just feels good to like do things that are tangible. Like I can see the results. Like, okay, I just weeded that bed. Like I can see the results of that. You know, it feels like accomplishing something. All right. So my next song for this episode is by Carlos Vives and it's called Pa Maite. I was listening to a bunch of music while I was um, gardening and this song came on and I was like, oh, I was really feeling it. So I thought to include it in um, this episode. We've actually never brought Carlos Vives music directly to the podcast, but we have. Really? Well, yeah, I couldn't find it because you never bought, you never brought the Bicicleta song, right? We didn't. Maybe I don't know. You, maybe I was like, did. that's what I thought. I was like, maybe you brought me secret. Yeah, that would have been the one. When I, <laughs> I remember talking it. about how I love that there's a song about like yeah, urban you like planning and design. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe you brought that song and I missed it. I, I searched through our all of our stuff and I found references to him a couple times, but not yeah. his actual songs. Um, what, we've, what we've talked about before is that he, you know, he basically popularized Vallenato, which is like a you know musical genre from Colombia that has Afro-Colombian roots. And so he is like a you know, definitely not black, like light skinned dude from Columbia who, you know, brought this song, this music, and also some of the music that he has has like champeta roots and stuff to the mainstream. And so it's, you know, it's an example of kind of racism in the 
in the music mm -hmm. industry and like he's not the only one like there's lots of different people across Latin America you can point to have similar dynamics around bringing music that is created by you know Afro Afro descendant communities in Latin America and then you know popularizing it and becoming way more successful and popular than a lot of the original artists and like this is true in the US too like I think of Elvis when I was thinking about this you know he did a similar thing so it's just a dynamic of racism that, that happens in the music industry mm -hmm. in a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. what the context in which we've talked about him before. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. But not actually bringing his music. But, you know, but and all of that being true, like he's made some pretty great music because the music that he's yeah. inspired by is really good. Vallenato is amazing. Great music, <laughs> exactly. So this is a Vallenato, like, he kind of is known for like bringing rock elements and Vallenato together. So this song is like an example of that. Like you have the accordion, but then you also have like a more traditional like rock instruments. And I think it, it does a really good job. This is from 1995. So when I was like gardening, I was like, okay, I'm really feeling this. I mean, it makes you want to dance a little bit, but again, it's just like anything that's like getting you excited to move um, feels mm -hmm. really good. So, and I'm really feeling the accordion. My um, partner's daughter actually has like a little baby accordion and I was like starting to play with it. And I was like, maybe the accordion is my instrument. <laughs> maybe this is what I want to learn how to play I don't know I was really feeling it but we'll see we'll see I don't know um but yeah the song was just I was just feeling it so I think there's lots of different types of music that can like get you hyped to move your body yeah yeah and I think there's like also like different kinds of movement right I feel like for me when I think of working out I like think of like stuff that like because it's just sort of, like, how I am. I, like, go really hard if I'm going to, like, work out. Like, I'm not, like, a yoga person. You know yeah, what I mean? no. Like, I've done yoga before. Like, I've even, like, done it regularly before. But it's just, like, I feel like if I'm going to, like, work out, I want to be, like, sweating and heaving and, like, mm -hmm. you know, like, I want to, like, be feeling, like, not for very long. But, like, um, I think it's something about, like, being a sprinter versus being an endurance person. You yeah. know, like, I, like, want to, like, go hard for a short amount of time instead of, like, yeah. You know, do something that's like kind of hard Slow for and a steady. while and then yeah. like just like that's harder for me. Yeah, I could see that with your personality. I do really like yoga and yoga has been like an important part of my like self-care and like stress management over the years. Um and I actually prefer like more gentle yoga, like yin and restorative and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I've done a little bit of that since the quarantena. Um, a lot of yoga studios are doing a, a lot of online offerings. And at the beginning, a lot of them are doing it for free. And now they're sort of changing more to like a pay model because they're, you know, trying to maintain their businesses. Um, so I've done a little bit of that, but I don't know. I haven't been feeling it like super hardcore the last couple of weeks. So um, it's not off the table, but it hasn't been. I haven't felt super drawn to it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think right now I'm just I drawn to like doing things that feel, yeah, feel like productive in some way, you know, mm -hmm. but, but it has been really helpful. It's so wild what feels right in this time. I know. You know, and it changes like constantly too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing that's been, that's stayed for me is that I'm still cooking up a storm. It's like a constant in my mm -hmm. life and that feels very steadying and good, you know, yeah, I'm still same. like very steady and committed to like feeding myself well so mm -hmm. there's like one good thing that I'm doing for my body <laughs> you know every, well, it seems everything like... else my body's like you dumb hoe please stop assaulting <laughs> me but like <laughs> I'm just like drinking like eight cups of coffee a day and mm. staying up till 4 a.m and like not moving and living completely sedentary but I, I am feeding myself well so yeah well it seems like our listeners are in a similar place because we did like an Instagram 
like pole (laughs) (laughs) looking for your cooking music and y'all like delivered and we got like amazing recommendations and it's like really really uh diverse and fun list of songs and then we asked about your workout music and it was like crickets (laughs) i mean we got in a couple shout out to y'all if you're working like the three of you three of you are working out the rest of you are cooking up a storm yeah, everybody else is cooking just it's like, like you us. have to eat, but you don't really have to move your body. I don't know. Maybe it's just like I think there are people who are going really hardcore with their workouts because I see a lot of them on the internet. But apparently, they don't yeah. overlap with our listeners that much. <laughs> or maybe they're like me and they're listening to podcasts and not music. Who knows? All right, yeah. what's your what's yeah. what's your next song? All right, so my next song is by a Puerto Rican reggaetonero who I really love. This is Juanca, and the song is called Oreje. Ando con la corte engancha, con la mente daña. Si te pega pa' acá es un problema. Y si te metiste pa' acá buscando algo más y no quieres salir de tu problema. No te me quites, Oreje. Cuando el cuerpo agite, Oreje. Si tú me lo permites, Oreje. Si quieres repite, Oreje. Technically, it's written by like Las Cifras. It's like A, E, Q, E. But, you know, if you listen to it, you know, he says Arque all the time. So that's what it stands for. Um, and I just really fucking love Juanca. I think he's like this reggaetonero who's not getting a ton of mainstream love. I mean, he's like big enough, right? Like on La Isla and stuff. But he's not like, you know, like Bad Bunny, Balvin, Maluma level. Like He's not like one of those pop reggaetoneros. I think he's like doing like some like real cool like shit that's like mostly staying on La Isla but I think his shit goes so fucking hard I love it I love it so much and he has a new album out um and this is off that new album I highly recommend it you should go check it out it's called Uprising and on the cover he has this like whole big mask on it looks very apocalyptic and so you know it's sort of like on brand for this moment <laughs> um, I don't think he knew when he released it that it would be but um, but yeah I would absolutely check it out I think he's really great he calls himself Juanca tu problematic bebe he's <laughs> like yes Yes, you could be my problematic baby. Is he problematic? <laughs> I mean, sure. Isn't everybody? <laughs> I mean, that's that's an existential question. <laughs> I feel like everybody is. That's yeah. what, that's how I feel. Yeah. And what made you include this on our Muevelo mix? Well, it's just the kind of song that like makes me want to move. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I think. In the ways that I have been moving my body actually has been dancing. Yeah. I've been yeah. doing that yeah. a lot. I feel That's like great. 
I feel like going around my house listening to music really fucking loud. God yeah. bless my neighbors, pobrecitos. Mm-hmm. But like listening to music really loud and dancing is like one of my joys in this moment. And yeah. it's always been one of my joys. Like that I've it's it's one of the ways that I am around my house. Yeah, um, well, that one hundred percent counts. Yeah, yeah, that counts, right? Like, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean, it's like Zumba, you know? What the fuck? Right, right. Yeah. Right. So, um, you know, I I think that this this is one of those that just makes me want to move. If I was running, this would absolutely be on my running playlist. Um, so I, I, it's just one of those things that I'm just like, it has a beat. The production on it is just like, yep, yep, yep. I definitely want to move to this. Awesome. What's your next one? Yeah, so this la- my last pick for this episode is another old school reggaeton. I mean, old school meaning 2007. This song is called Carita de Ángel, and it's by Ángel y Cris. Llevo tanto tiempo conociéndote, siendo tu amigo, siempre contigo y tú conmigo. Pero las cosas han cambiado, algo de ti me ha cautivado. Yo quiero desahogarme diciéndote Ay, me tiene mal de la cabeza dancing I, i've mentioned before that my friends organize this daily zoom dance party that's at 3 p.m every day and it's really oh. cute like everybody gets on zoom and puts themselves on mute and listens to whatever the fuck they want to listen to um and dances and then we like kind of people will chat and say what they're listening to and just like say hi and whatever as we're like kind of going through the dance party and lately i've been doing it like um in the driveway just like put my phone on the back of my booze car and just like dance in the driveway <laughs> just to be outside and like be in the sun and yeah. it's, it's good because even if I'm not feeling like dancing, like being in that space and like just being encouraged to listen to music even, if I'm just like bopping around, it's been really good. But it's been funny because like uh, I'm listening to really different music than most of the people on this <laughs> situation. What are they listening to? I mean, like all sorts of pop and stuff. And I mean, it's like a mix of people um, age-wise and like race, ethnicity. You know, people got, to, you know, it's, it's a diverse group, but I'm definitely like one of the only people listening to like Kulo, you know, and stuff like that. And so like, I'll like people, put it in the chat. I know. I'll like put it in the chat and be like, I'm listening, whatever. And like a few people, you know, from some of my friends know reggaeton. I'm like, yeah. And then other people are probably like, what the fuck is yeah. that person listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so this is what I was thinking of when I was, um, when I was picking this song which is like songs that that I've been dancing to during that so yeah I think dancing totally counts as movement I mean it's not like I'm sweating but like you know your heart rate's there and like you're feeling good Mm -hmm. which is what's so important you know 
Um, I love Angel y Cris. I've brought them a bunch of times. Like they're definitely one of the early reggaeton duos that I really, really liked. Um, and this is just mm -hmm. another one of their songs. I found like somebody's random like old reggaeton playlist on Spotify and it had a bunch of hits that I'd forgotten about, including this one. So Yeah, yeah. Well, so one of the cuarentena things that's happening, I don't know if you all have been paying attention, but there's been all these like Instagram live producer battles. Like so um, there was one with like uh, DJ Premier and RZA. There was one with like Manny Fresh. It's like there's been like so many and they're like, there's like Lil John. Like there's like, there's been a bunch, a bunch. And um, I've been really enjoying them because I like love thinking and knowing about production mm -hmm. and it's like also like a cool way like even if you're not into producers like that to like learn about um you know it's like oh shit that guy produced that song you know like and like to yeah. learn about like somebody's body of work through the angle of production versus mm -hmm. like the angle of like el interprete which is how we usually think of it and I and one of the ones that's coming up I fucking flipped my shit when I saw this Tiny and Looney from Looney Tunes are having a producer battle Amazing. on IG Live on Friday I the feel day like this comes it's out like so if you're listening the reggaeton Super Bowl <laughs> yeah so it's happening it's tonight be... so if you're listening yeah tonight from the day that it comes the day that yeah. this comes out but it'll be on it should be on their Instagram for 24 hours so if you if you're listening to this like on Saturday you might still be able to catch it yeah oh, that's pretty exciting God. you're such I a nerd so you're such a nerd about it fucking hype I like already created a whole Google document with like I was just like oh my god like what are they gonna bring out when are they gonna bring it out who's gonna do what you know it's just yeah. like I just like love thinking about that shit it's like my fucking jam right Cute. so um so I was like, okay, like, you know, they've both produced for Evie Queen. They, like, both th – well, I think what's really interesting about these two in particular is that they have, like, a lot of stuff that they've produced together because basically Looney Tunes brought on Marco Macis, a.k.a. the man we know as Tiny, like, under their wing when he was a literal child. Like, he was, like, 15 when he started producing shit, right? So, wow. like um, – so uh, – I, I think it's it's just like so interesting and it's gonna be really super dope. Um, I at first was like very uh, taken by my crush on my tropi goth king tiny, but I feel like my money's actually on Looney. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll have to report back <laughs> next week about what you think. We'll have to report we'll back. We'll have to do a, a post mortem on the Instagram live battle. <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Maybe we'll maybe. We'll Maybe we'll dedicate an episode to it. Who knows? Yeah, that could be fun. I've been wanting to yeah. do a versus episode for a while. Maybe this should be our versus episode. Yeah, maybe we'll do like the the Looney versus Tiny episode. I think that would be fun. There's so many hits. So many hits. <laughs> so many. I mean, you've got like the man who produced Gasolina here, right? Like you have the man that like produced Amazing. like some fire shit by Tego, fucking Candy by Plan B. Like Looney's right. like... Yeah. A different fucking level, right? Yeah. Like Joe Boy by Sioni Lennox, man. Like Looney Tunes, like did everything. They did everything. Like I know they're everywhere. I just it's so so like I don't know. Like it's gonna be so much fun. And then Tiny like has you know like your old school hits like La Vieja Si by DB Queen, but like he's like the fucking motherfucker right now. You know, like mm -hmm. that motherfucker when he drops Safaera, mm -hmm. when he drops La Romana. Okay, right. like it's right. just gonna be like. It's going to be super fun, y'all. You should tune in. Yeah, for sure. 
So what's your last song for today? My last song is called CrossFit. <laughs> I went with the theme. It's, yes. it's by Randy from Joely Randy and by Kebo. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, anytime you have Randy in it, like, fucking legend, how could you not? And Gabo is so fucking fire. Another person who has some fire lives right now is Gabo. Gabo, like, a lot of people are, like, watching, like, the Tory Lanez, like, twerk things. Like, you know, like, Instagram Live is basically the strip club. I recommend the Gabo one. <laughs> I feel like if you want to go to the Instagram strip club, the Gabo strip club is the one to be at. Just FYI. Or the Young MA one, if you want to go the dyke route, which I also highly recommend. Um, but I, I thought that this one would be fun because it's sort of on theme and also like don't judge, but I'm considering going back to CrossFit after this quarantine is over. I know it's sort of douchey, but like, it's like exactly the kind of like very hard workout for like a short amount of time type of thing that I really like. And I used to just lift before, before this, but it's just like very time intensive and I just don't have the time or the motivation anymore. I've come to accept. So that's, that's the, that's the idea with this song. Shout out to Gable, shout out to CrossFit, even though it's sort of douchey, but I think that that's what I'm going to do after. after You know, you could be doing CrossFit workouts at home. Like people are doing that shit. I know, but I feel like I have a really hard time pushing myself to do things. I need, like, the social pressure of other people seeing yeah. me not do things yeah. to, like, yeah. to not yeah. give up. I get it. No, I like I like group classes, too. I like group classes, too. But I might try some, like, high-intensity intermittent training. Yeah, try some hit Training workout. or whatever the fuck that's called. I think that yeah. that's my shit. So, oh. When, whenever I find, I scrape up enough motivation to actually create some structure in my life, I think I will look to these sorts of workouts to yeah. do something in my house. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. That's our Muevelo episode for you. Hope that um, this gives you some inspiration for aggressive cleaning around your house or going for a walk or doing some dancing, whatever it is that's going to get you moving in a way that makes your body feel good. Yeah, we love you. Thank you so much. Cuídense mucho. 
Um, as, as always, all of the information from all the songs is in our show notes. Who's also contributing to keeping this um, world going as we're all dealing with this crisis. So shout out to the grocery workers and the healthcare workers and all of the essential workers who are people picking up the trash, like all the folks who, who have to keep working during this. So much love to y'all. Cuídense, amores. Los queremos mucho. Hasta la próxima. Bye.